It's reporters assemble. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. <laughs> um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, welcome back to the sports reporters because we have indeed assembled late on our Friday schedule. Here with us, as usual, Robert Silverman up there in New York City of the Daily Beast. Bob, good evening, sir. How are you? Ah, uh, hey, how's it going, man? Not too bad. Not too I, bad. I'm quite tired, so I can tell. I it was a twas a rough night. It was a long night of work, and I got maybe three hours, so I'm a little, I'm a little uh, uh, groggy. So you will not be, be staying up to watch the new Netflix movie with uh, Leo and Jonah Hill and everybody tonight. No, I've heard it sucks. Does it? Yes. Ah. Oh. Evidently, the screener got extremely mad online because people were being critical of it. Oh, no. To be fair, to, to be fair and I will defend Bob here, I yeah. could see it sucking. It, 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 it's pretentious it's, it's, as hell. When, the, when, just, they announce, when they announced the cast, I was thinking, oh, man, you signed a bunch of free agents and yeah. you're going to finish third in the National League West. Yeah, like, that's the vibe I got. It's a it's a real pairing Russell Westbrook with Rajon Rondo <laughs> type casting situation. Yeah, I could see that. Wow, it it, it does it. It, it kind of reminds me of the Post, um, where basically which is you're just, just terrible. To, where, where, which Smug you're just trying to pretentious. Uh, it's Oscar hell. Oscar bait. Like that's yeah. all it is. Hmm. There there was a smart review. Um, forgetting who wrote it. Uh. uh uh, Tim Grierson wrote it, and I think it's a, it's either Slate or somewhere else that he writes. Mm-hmm. Possibly Mel. I, I don't know. He's writing a, a website. Tim Grierson, very good, um, and he also has a good uh, movie pod with him and Will Leach. Yeah, uh, but not to spoil. So for everyone who's planning to watch this Netflix extravaganza tonight, yeah. what is it even called? Uh, I don't know. It's called Leo, Leo DiCaprio <laughs> had some free time during four. I think is the official name of the movie. Um. Spoiler alert, it's, you know, scientists discover a cataclysmic uh, extinction level event, you know, like the kind we've seen in all the extinction movies. And what Grierson lays out, and I think is very smart, is that part of the reason you watch these movies is that you go because you want to see things bloated up. You want to see them blow up the White House. You want to see them blow up. The uh, uh, World Trade Center before that got blown up for real. You want to see them blow up uh, various, like the Capitol Records building in Los Angeles. You you want to see the famous things that you vaguely recognize get smashed to smithereens. That is the secret hidden death wish at the heart of all disaster movies, is that the audience is not rooting for survival. They do want the plucky uh, main characters that they've grown to know and love to, to sally forth in this whatever post-apocalyptic landscape is, but they want, they also want to see things go boom, boom. <laughs> and I think that's correct. So uh, it, it's sort of like, there's no subverting that desire while working in that genre. You just end up look like, you end up look like a guy who's being a Weisenheimer, like sticking his, sticking his you know his nose in the air at it and it's 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 misunderstanding the form of that kind of movie in a fundamental way and i'm doing a bad job paraphrasing what grierson wrote so please go click on it um but 
I no, no, I'm not that. I am saving up all of my movie excitement for two weeks. What's in two weeks? I'm sorry. I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that. What's in two weeks? Spider Man? <laughs> <laughs> what's in two, two weeks? weeks? Yeah, what's in two what's on December twenty second? Oh, what geez, movie geez. What is he talking about, Andrew? What is coming out? What what much beloved, I'll give you a hint, franchise is being, let's say, rebooted or maybe uh, jacked back in for the first time in 15 odd years. I have no idea. The, 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 you know, the kind that you're going to... Twins? No, it's the kind you're going to log on to and, you know... Have your mind open, that kind of thing. Go right down the rabbit hole. Oh, the Matrix. Thank you. Oh yeah, I'm out. Never seen them. Never getting into what? it. Yeah, it's how, over. How? How? Chase, how? Chase, question: When were you born? How? 1991. Okay. Oh my God, so really? You were eight when the <laughs> first one came out, and you thought, "Nah, not me." <laughs> you mean you mean nobody you knew had a sleepover or played the halfway decent video game and you, you no i didn't go to a lot of sleepovers eight. as a kid i didn't do well at other people's uh, houses su- su- that's not surprising <laughs> okay see i wasn't gonna be that you, guy but you didn't you know, have cable and say turn it on you didn't have access to basic <laughs> cable at any point in the last 20 years and say hey i'll watch that i it's yeah the matrix right not hey, interested Bob. Bob, Bob, I got a question for you, buddy. Yeah, sure. Um, since Chase doesn't... Uh, Say he's missing out on some okay. serious... So, did yeah. you... Did you think the third one was bad? I didn't think either the second or the third one was I didn't bad. think they were either. They were fine. They were fun. They got a little... They got a little... Uh, uh, they got a little too invested in their own lore in moments. Yeah. Which um, I mean, uh, and they were a little confusing, oh, and yeah. nonsensical. I'm making air quotes right now for those yeah. who can't see this. It's the po- po- as as Alex Kirshner says on uh, Split Zone Duo, a uh, great podcast. Uh, podcasting is a visual medium, so yes, yeah, thanks for doing that. Yeah, uh, they, but no, I mean, I feel like they they are. The Matrix redefined the possibilities of science fiction filmmaking. It is a groundbreaking movie. The first one still absolutely holds up, even if you can see some of the creases and the cracks in the CGI and things like that. The CGI actually gets wor- they did more wire foo in the first one, and they tried yeah. to really push the, the computer generated fights in the second, and it just ended up having a bad, uncanny valley effect. I kind of, that was my least favorite part of it. Were the CGI fights? I like yeah. the wire fighting. Yeah, like the, first, I mean, the first wire fights in the in the movie The Matrix were just oh my god, how did they do that? That is amazing, right? Like it was revolutionary, no pun yeah. intended. It's but a great it was, standalone movie. You didn't need a sequel or well, but but that but that's, the, but that's the time that it was. People, studios discovered, oh crap. We would, we we would watch. Money we would, this. We, I owned a DVD of The Matrix. We would play a drinking game, which was every time that Neo got confused by something, you had to do a oh. shot. 
Oh God! He yeah, you were so pretty. Drunk. You were pretty plastered before the first fight with Agent Smith is about. How yeah, it, yeah. I, I like. I enjoyed the second and the third Matrix, and I look at it like a. Hey, how many course, movies? How many action movies do you know that has Cornell West in them? Thank None. you. None um, aside from them. Which, which, which was like still like the oddest. Like, oh, why is he here? But then hey, you realize, Cornelius. screw it. This is kind of yeah, actually kind of cool. Um, no, but so like I look at the Matrix as, and of course I would take it to, in this direction. I look at the Matrix franchise as a championship winning franchise yeah. that the won way Green too Bay early. Packers. That the won six, way too yeah. early, and people in. They tried to recreate it in yeah, 68, in 69. And, and, and like, never no. really were able to. I mean, there are people who swear that Cloud Atlas is a good movie. I am not one of those Cloud people. Cloud Atlas was. I just, I just I didn't was, care. I just did not was, care. It, it was, was pretty scary. to watch. I just did not. I could not fundamentally. When are we getting anything. to Bob in France? Aren't we impatient tonight? <laughs> I know, right? I'm not included I, in the movie discussions. No, why don't you? Have, it's a three-person pod. If y'all want to pod, just the two of you, I can go. I can do what I did last night. <laughs> do you, you think you can watch the entirety of the Matrix before the next subject in the conversation? Because that would help. Absolutely not. Okay then, but you have to watch. So you're just being a hater out loud. Then I've been very clear about the hating. You really should watch the first one. It's I, not I, a long movie. Bob, Bob, I do enjoy the fact that he that Chase invited us up to the club, up to the treehouse, and we're having this awesome discussion, and he's not a part of it. And so he's just like, oh, screw you guys. Yeah, I know. Now you, both, now you both know what happens to me during the five to ten minutes that it's college football quarter. Well, see, right? you can... Uh, you can my thumbs. Well, hold on. You can get into it. You, you have a strong... I can. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It's never I too am late. aware that the NCAA exists, and I have just a vague anecdotal slash ambient knowledge of the teams and which ones are good. I mean, you're I a Vols can... fan. I'm not a Vols fan. You've been I'm a not... Vols fan for at least at least a year and a half now. No, but they have to fix the uniforms. You don't. Be a you, fan. No, the orange and white's good. The orange and white's no, good. No, no, it's it's not enough contrast. It's enough contrast. No, no. <laughs> they have a real problem, which is that their only choice about contrast is going to the Halloween uniforms. Which no, we have the gray. You haven't seen the smoky grays. We were. I have seen them. We've discussed the smoky grays on multiple occasions yeah. on this very podcast. Right. They're good. They're bad. They're not bad. All right. Bad take. Um, in any case, mm-hmm. the, the thing I was mentioning, because Chase and I were discussing uh, sort of somehow the question of speaking of Knoxville, uh-huh. the question of that there are many stores where you can purchase both cigarettes and alcohol mm-hmm. at reduced prices early in the morning. <laughs> and young, impressionable, never seen the Matrix Chase, his yeah. virgin eyes, had never <laughs> witnessed such a thing and he found it slightly disturbing. <laughs> and I was going to say one of the cultural things like, look. Actors in America, as we have all learned from the recent Jeremy Strong profile. Um, <laughs> so, okay, uh, full disclosure, I um, indulged in some in some herbal um, remedies yes. and read it. My goodness, is that thing of what is that thing a work of art? It's a good. It's a good blog. It's a good blog about 
Look, I, as having worked in the lively arts, I can tell you that I know exactly the kind of dude that Jeremy Strong is. I have, I have worked with that dude. I have given side eye to that kind of dude before. I know that what that dude is who considers his act of performing a some kind of spiritual monkish journey that requires repeated flagellations with something a little stronger than a wet noodle, and and th- those guys suck, man. They're they're no fun. They're no fun at all. I've been variations of that guy, but I kind of got that shit kicked out of my uh, uh, that stuff kicked out of my system at a fairly young age. Others don't. Um. In any case, so as a young lad studying uh, the the theater abroad, I, I still had some remnants of that. And one of the the tenets was the idea of having say a nice glass of wine before a performance I, I thought that was a i thought it was sinful i thought it was an incredible violation of one's dedication to one's craft and i and but the french would they would all do that they would all go to the bar like an hour before curtain and be sitting there sipping uh, a lovely house red. Hmm. Now I would be in the dressing room, sort of Jeremy stronging it up a little, like putting myself through all kinds of incredibly difficult physical exhortations to get myself into the right emotional and mental mindset in order to do the performance. And the French all thought I was a lunatic. Now I don't think it's a good idea to be points were made. Yeah, I don't think it's a good <laughs> idea to have a a drink before a show, but. To your point about Tennessee and imbibing habits, the French would not, for the most part, consider a glass of wine to be a drink at all anyway. Um, But they had a point, which is that I was acting a little bit like a Jeremy Strong type crazy person, you know, working myself up into a lather instead of just, you know, relaxing and having, having a wine and then having some fun at this. Mm. Like you can you can be incredibly rigorous and precise and dedicated and not act like, you know, that scene in North Dallas 40 where John Matuzic is bashing his head into the locker room. <laughs> Such a great movie. That might be my favorite uh, football movie. It's what? A TV movie. What? On TV. Your favorite yeah. movie? Favorite football yeah, movie? My, my favorite football movie. It, it, it's oh, you certainly know one of the more accurate ones. Oh, yeah. It's abs- yeah. That's that's what... That's what hooks you, the accuracy. Mm. Mm. You've never seen it. it. I I know, Chase. It was, in fairness, it came out about 20 years before you were born. But Mm -hmm. And it came out 10 years before I was born, but, you know, once again, get cultured. Yeah. It's it's this is an attack. I finished school. I'm feeling okay, and then this whole podcast has just been let's let's freeze Chase out of the rotation. Let's just like to see a shirtless Nick Nolte. Then this is the movie for you. Yes. You keep doing the Nick Nolte, and all I hear is McNulty from The Wire. Like I'm never gonna hear. Like we've talked about Nick Nolte on this podcast a lot, but Nick Nolte has never happened. He's a talented and attractive man. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe Um, one day. Which brings us to other attractive men, John C. Riley. Who is starring in... Oh, hell yes. In, I, I, yeah. I have many thoughts on this, but I'll let you take the lead. Well, Sorry, Andrew, I've been yakking for too long. There's so much going on with this, because for folks that did not already know, this is what uh, caused the schism uh, between McKay and Will Ferrell. And John C. Riley got the role as J- Dr. Jerry Buss. And when you see it, it's like, oh, yeah, this looks a lot 
uh, more like in feral in fairness to McKay, it's like he, this was not a good fit. Like he would not have made any sense as uh, Jerry Buss and Riley. Oh, makes I didn't. Oh, you're going to disagree. Please continue. I, I think please. I'm going to take Chase's side on this, but go on. Um, but I, I did not mean to interject. <laughs> i uh the the trailer looks great i think at the very least this is gonna be entertaining um i don't see any way that i don't enjoy my time with this um but it's also uh, a pretty big deal and it seems like uh it's a it's a great moment for jeff perlman in front of the pod so shout out to him but uh yeah i don't know i i'm i'm pretty pretty excited about it uh bob you were you're waiting to interject what what do you make of i am what do you, what uh, do you did make you of it? did you read that so you're referring uh for those who haven't read it at home there was an interview where basically this movie broke up will ferrell and adam mckay's company because mm-hmm. the part part was promised to will ferrell and then adam mckay thought no i need to find someone who looks more like jock to jerry buzz because this film is going to stink of realism the verisimilitude would be shattered if I had Will Ferrell in a feathered haircut and a mustache as opposed to John C. Riley, mm-hmm. which I thought was. And, and I was like, OK, you're doing a very you're going to do a realistic, like hyper real even movie. And then I watched the trailer. And I'm like, there's nothing realistic about that. What are you talking about? No, he looks like him. It looks it looks he right. Does it look is, like it, him, it, but the it, rationale it for why they had to have John C. Riley because, you know, we didn't meet, we could not shatter the dramatic illusion here when you're, when they're breaking the fourth wall and directly addressing the camera and everyone's cornballing it up. Come on. That's not it. Did you see Jason Siegel as Paul Westhead? Uh, yeah, it actually that was rude to Paul Westhead. I thought, I yeah, thought it was- well, actually, it, it actually make Paul Westhead look a little more lively um, right. I mean, Paul Westhead, that's why my opinion was, what was Channing Tatum doing? Why could similarly not somewhat adorable stone-faced Channing Tatum play that part? Also, yeah, stiff, stone-faced. Um, I, so... They're not going to ask him to dance or anything. You guys, you guys have all read the book, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, Bob, read the book. Um, why? Because watch the, the movie. The, it's... It's not a movie. It's a series. You know what I mean. It's it's yeah. on it's on it's 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 on uh, it's on TV. So it's a movie. Yeah. Oh, nailed it. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I'm I'm interested in seeing how that book is going to unfold because they don't peel like they don't hold anything back in the book. And yeah, they're gonna have I'll, to. I'll, they're gonna have to PG thirteen. I, I don't know if you guys have read the Dirt um, on Motley Crew and, and watched the movie The Dirt. Um, on yeah, Netflix. I did. I did see that. I shamefully that was during <laughs> COVID, and I watched. Yeah, it. same. Um, I think we've found the basketball equivalent uh, because I don't think the eighty six Mets HB uh, Nashville, but ESPN no. thirty thirty. They glossed over all the fun stuff. Yeah, if and if by fun stuff you mean the sex, and, the drugs, and, and the, the crimes, and he killing the Mitchell's cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that those guys were at like you could very easily find yourself getting projectile vomited on by Doug Sisk, an ineffective middle reliever. Yeah, they should have kept that in. 
Yeah, yeah, they probably should have. No, I'm I'm excited <laughs> about the show. The, um, oh, I'm gonna watch it. It's gonna be fun. I hope they I hope they really just don't try to force the actors to play basketball too much and just use the old clips. Um, you know, I think I I read somewhere where they wanted actors with somewhat decent hoops experience. Sure. Like, yeah, um, so you can get those shots it, of magic working out in the gym. That's fine. But I don't want them yeah. to, like, play against oh. a dude in a blonde wig pretending to be Larry Bird. or You you don't want the uh, Kurt Warner movie experience? Oh, man. It, that has been playing at the theater, oh. a theater near my home, and it's been there for months, it seems. Oh, no. And I've never had a single a desire. It's, it's an eightplex or whatever. So I yeah. walk past it. I'm like, it's still playing. Why do I I really uh, does this look like the kind of neighborhood that would be really into a movie about a quarterback for the Iowa Barnstormers discovering God and helping it lead him, you know, lead him to a starting job at the Rams? No, I don't think it would. I I have no idea why it's still playing. I but I've seen the time. trailer is all over my Twitter page. Like like when I'm scrolling and stuff and the and the ads are there. Like that's the only reason I have considered getting Twitter blue. Is so sure. I don't have to see the Kurt Warner movie trailer because, <laughs> like, like with like with movie like with movies, especially sports movies, I need realism. Like I need yeah. to in the two. And, and I don't think this Lakers show is is for you. No, I think it'll work. I, I think it'll. I think I, there's there's enough of the true story that they're gonna tell. I think that I can I can look past. Meh, basketball. Like I am. Here's what I, what I want is the, the problem that I have. The, uh, the the other problem that I have is a, is um is you know why is why is John look? This is no disrespect to John C. Riley, who is a brilliant actor and can do a great many things well, from incredibly serious stuff to the lowest beautiful lowbrow comedy. Why is he using the Steve Brule voice? <laughs> You know, I. You know, it's funny. I really, uh, I'm Jerry Bus. You know, I barely <laughs> heard Jerry Bus talk. And then I have when no I, idea what he talks like either. I'm just so, saying. So, but when I heard when I heard Jerry Bus talk, and this was like um, like basketball back <laughs> in the day, and I heard John C. Riley, I'm like, I feel like he could pull it off if Will Ferrell tried. The whole because I read that story too, and it's very I, sad. And then, and then Adam McKay did the bad friend was the bad art friend. Yeah, bad, who bad, just yeah. gave the part to John C. Riley. Well, know his good friend Will Ferrell first. And I, now they don't talk to each other. And 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 honestly, I think, and I'll agree with Adam McKay on this. If he if if Will Ferrell did the Jerry Buss character, we would be thinking Jackie Moon. And yeah, I he, would, he would be doing Jackie Moon. And, but, and I get it. But, but it looks like John C. Riley is doing Jackie Moon right now. This is the <laughs> point that I'm making, which is why I'm so confused by this incredible artistic split. I occurred. just – well, also Adam McKay thinks – and I'll, I think you might have said it or somebody else might have said it. Adam McKay is – it thinks he's much smarter and more brilliant than he really. Someone is. on Twitter said it. It wasn't. Yes. Me. Okay. For some reason, I kept. Uh, for some reason, I thought we've had the Adam McKay discussion on the pod. No, I, I saw that. This. I saw that post as well. I forget who it yeah. was. Sorry to whoever said that. Yeah. Oops. If you're listening, um, which you should we, be. We did credit you, person. Yes. Mm-hmm. You are, but not by name, so it counts. 
<laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. I, I'm, right. I, I'm at least going to give really, it. Really, I am. I, I want you to. Mm. I'm going to call your significant other. Right. I don't have a phone number, uh-huh. but I do. I, I can slide in her Instagram DMs. Yeah. Uh, she just walked I'm in the door, to... actually. Okay. Hi. Mm-hmm. I... Please bring her onto the pod for a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring her on the pod. Let me Please. see. Hold on. What are you going to ask, just as a heads up? What, what am I bringing her it's on It's not going to be rude. Okay. Please bring her on the pod. Is William Defoe involved in any capacity? No! No! <laughs> no, in Thank no God. way. God. That was going to be my question. Sports no! Reporter. No! No! Come here. What? Come here. Who are you talking to? The sports reporters. They've assembled. Sports reporters assembled. Okay. Hey. What's that? Uh, that's a much. So, you? here's the thing. Uh... Can Am I you? To be yeah, you gotta listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Are you this listening is for... to you? No, I'm, I'm out. Asking... Okay, here I come. Okay, here's the favor I need. Because Young Chase has been deprived of one or two key life experiences. Um, so many. Can you? So many. But I just want to knock a couple off, and I think we can kill two birds with one stone here. Can you please stream the first Matrix movie with him, and maybe order some Chinese dumplings delivered because they're very good. You have I think never like, seen The Matrix? Oh, my God. You've See? never seen The wow. Matrix? Oh, my God. See? What's wrong with wow. you? Oh, my God. It's What's never, wrong wow. with you? It's never the right time. There's never the right time. Oh, <laughs> there's so many experiences. Um, the dumplings. Say, dumplings as well. Don't need dumplings. dumplings. Moved on. Don't need them. Let's I'm, just try them. Just try it's them. A one no. meal. I think I'm out. Do you have a suggestion? Okay. Pork or otherwise? Uh, yeah, I would go pork and chive. They're they're, yeah. they're quite delicious. Okay. Anything it, else? Fried Look. dough and 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 pig. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing. That's it. The American way. Just during. Uh, I I don't want to dictate your date night activities, but I'm just suggesting highly, very very strongly. I am suggesting. I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm telling but, you what to do. But but you should do this or else. Uh-huh. And that is. Sit him down, mm-hmm. make him watch this extremely good movie, The Matrix, and he only has to watch the first one to be ready for the new one, which premieres in 12 days. You don't want to make him watch all three? No, he doesn't need to. No, he doesn't have He's to fine. watch all three. He doesn't have to watch if, all three. If he wants to, go ahead. It works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but he that's just a, needs that's... to cross the first one off. That is a six-hour time commitment. I don't want to put that kind of burden on him now that he's got some time away from school. So... First movie, maybe have some dumplings delivered. I'm sure you can do uh, search Yelp and find a pretty good place near you. I mean, even bad dumplings are pretty good. But, okay, you know, it's so hard this, to is, this is a recommendation, but also a command. It yes. sounds like. Sounds like Bob. Correct. Okay. Correct. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. And just because somehow when he was eight... Uh, he was friendless and his parents didn't like him enough to let him see The Matrix. I, I don't mean, know what happened. There's other movies he hasn't seen that are... Okay, oh, oh, okay. oh, yeah, this is the fun part. Okay, I, just I, just go ahead and This is not know. a roast. This is not a roast. <laughs> no, My name's a, on the I'm podcast. Not, what is happening I'm not saying, here? like, okay, now you have to get <laughs> what to Chris here? Marker and watch Le Jeté or anything like that. Well, just the man. Matrix. can't watch everything. Like, like, like what, what, what other movies has Chase not seen? I can't remember. Have you seen Brazil? Have you seen Brazil? No. No, it do- it's not Columbia about the country kind of Brazil. It's he- quite. It's a Terry Gilliam movie. He's not seen Brazil. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Oh, well, you, that's, you don't How about that Raising one. Arizona? Have you seen Raising Arizona? No. No. Oh, my God. Oh, it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Seriously, it might be a I'm top good. Let, five Let's just do the Before Sunrise trilogy. Let's do Austin Powers trilogy. so much. Let's oh, just do the no. Clerks. You guys, oh, in, yeah. instead of getting new experiences, this experiences in and watching new movies, he recently made me rewatch, uh, what was it, The Brady Bunch okay. and The Brady Bunch sequel? <laughs> Okay, those are those what? are two quality <laughs> movies. Those are two quality movies. I will, I will. But seriously, it's a fine watch film. Arizona. They're both good. Watch, they're giving you a little watch, bit of props. Watch Raising yeah, Arizona. Yeah, they're good. They're make, they're they're saying they're making a case for Raising Arizona. Chase, literally, the stupidity of Raising Arizona. It is, is one of Nicolas Cage's. Uh, has to be top five performances of all and time. It, I, can can we argue John Goodman top five performance? I would argue. Sure, it. Goodman has Saying a lot. That it's Nicolas Cage's top five performances of all time is a lot because he's been in like a thousand movies. So. Yeah, but that the, like he's never you don't really count the ones anyway. that he did to pay off his IRS bill. Yeah, Just, true. Ghost Rider? Yeah. Are we talking about Ghost Rider? <laughs> it's certainly better than Ghost Rider. <laughs> yes. It's not, it may, you know, I think... It's not better than Con Air. Nothing's better than Con Air. Con Air is a great American movie. His hair this, in Con Air is a great American movie. Tremendous. Both, both Malkovich and, and Cage fancy themselves uh, men of letters. And so evidently there's a story that they were on set and they'd all, they you know, wanted to work together on some kind of hoity-toity highbrow movie for a while. And it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And they're shooting the scene, the last scene on the fire engine when uh, yes yeah and yes. and and so malkovich and i won't spoiler alert con air for anybody um no. is anyway malkovich is on the underside of the ladder and cage is, is like above him sequel. and they're fighting or or the other way around i forget and they're fighting to the death and they're you know rearranging the lights or they're between takes and something and malkovich is, still is going? like bob are you still going <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling an amusing anecdote about Malkovich. Ch- uh, Chase hasn't seen Conair either. Oh my! I know. Well, you guys are disgusted for different things. Con- I, I just want to go it's roller skating. A- There's a lot of things, Chase. No <laughs> roller coasters. Roller no roller skating. Oh my God, Chase! I don't need any of it. Chase, Chase, are you like a, a secret Amish person or something? Chase, they're asking you I'm, if you're I'm Amish. I'm changing your name to Ch- your <laughs> no, name but Banshee's awesome, and that includes the Amish. I was very is, pro-Banshee. It's Chase, do <laughs> I dare to TV eat show. Thomas is your name from now on. Google the reference, everybody. Google it! I missed the reference. What was it? Banshee. The, uh, Not that uh, one. <laughs> All right, I think we need to end it here. I'm too depressed. He's very depressed. I'm just... Who? Uh, I'm, I'm so not. Confused. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. He's not. Mad, I'm. He's I'm. I, you're yeah. mad. What? We're, we're disappointed parents right now, Chase. We're. We're. We're just. We're. We're We aren't you. mad. We're just. I, I, I'm just saying. Instead of a King of Queens rerun. Thank you. Try something new. <sighs> if you hate it, you can always yell at us afterwards. Yes. Try something. Which new is fine. You can yell at us later. So what I'm going to do instead uh, is keep doing what I've been doing. But thank you, uh, Sports Renaissance. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I love you guys. I, you have bruised my soul. <laughs> I am. <laughs> uh.
Oh my gosh, I love that. Love man, I, I just wish like. I just want to see. I just want to see someone take Chase to like Amsterdam <laughs> and have him refuse to do anything but sit in his hotel room, like sit, watching dubbed versions of Seinfeld in Dutch. That sounds amazing. Wow, really? What do I need to see in Amsterdam? Oh, well, okay, let's break are, out the list. Yeah, um, you can go. Well, there's the Anne Frank Museum. Uh-huh. Uh, you can visit Brent Hold yourself. You can go to Rembrandt's studio. It's quite small. I can just um, go find these places on Instagram and do a quick walk there, and then oh, it's like I was sure, there. Sure, sure. They also sell like every substance known to man, and it's more and it's legal. So uh-huh. yeah, that doesn't really work for me either. You can well, try it works for you me. Can, you can try a Heineken the way it's the supposed factory. to be made. Mm. Yeah, it's very different from say the bottled Heineken that you've tried here in the states. Facts. It's How am I supposed to bring this back to Ennis Canner Freedom? Okay, okay. Let's not talk about that, dude. Okay. I'm, I'm so upset with that. Not a fan. I'm far not more upset with Ennis than I am with you for refusing to yeah. even well, that's good. discuss broadening your horizons. Same. There, see, I brought it actually, back. Actually, actually, Bob, Hold on, Bob. Actually, what Bob, horizons are you broadening these days? I want to talk about that. I'm washed. I don't know. I already did it. What do you mean you already did it? You can't just say you already did it and then get on to yes, other people. Yes, I can. No, no, Bob, you can't do that. Of being a washed middle-aged dude is that I did these things. No, can't do it. Motion denied. If you're not going to continue expanding your horizons, I don't have to. It's a package deal, Bob. Uh, what am I? Oh, I'm taking a knife making class. This knife year. making? What? Yeah, Bob's ready for yeah. 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, because I. It, as I think we've discussed on the show, I very much enjoy the reality competition program Forged in Fire. We have never talked so, about this, Bob. Uh, I love it. Uh-huh. I love it. It's a great show. You always get to play, like, is this competitor a white nationalist? Yes or no? <laughs> it's, or just, does he just have very a very complicated beard? It's, it's, you, you never really know. Um, it's basically the same show as Chopped. The cooking show, okay. Except you have to make knives and swords in a forge. Mm. It's outstanding. Wow. Okay. And then after the knives are made, they are tested in all kinds of uh, complicated and unnecessarily gory or explosive ways. In any case, so for this year's holiday season gift, uh, my significant other got me a fancy knife making class. So I'm going to go. Wait, to how do you already know? How did you already get it? Because we told each other what we want. What? There's no we're, fun there. Yeah, because we're, again, let me just uh, <laughs> dial it back two minutes when I said we're old and washed. Uh-huh. So that's <laughs> I don't care. I don't, I don't like it. No, you don't need to do that. Do a redo. You have time. You have like two weeks. Get rid of all the stuff that no, you've got in each other. No, I want the knife making class. <laughs> Why would I tell her, no, don't get me the expensive thing that I want. And it's really... It's it's more expensive than the dog grooming. Even <laughs> get me the thing that I want uh-huh. because I feel the need to be surprised. You've got to get no. put on a list though for a knife making class. You're going into some database. Florida man. Yeah, there's just no way around I, that. I know it's just Brooklyn hipsters, man. I swear. It's to be fair, Brooklyn. Florida Florida man and Brooklyn hipster. Um, that like there's like a Venn diagram of things that actually bars that have axe throwing in them. Yes. Yeah. Right see. There. See. There Florida Venn diagram. Again, I'll refer you to the ridiculous facial hair. Venn unnecessary diagram. tattoos. Venn diagram. Um, Do you have any tattoos, Bob? Politics. No. no. Okay. 
Interesting. No. Andrew, do you have any tattoos? I, I, what? Do you have any tattoos? No, I don't have any tattoos because I feel like I get something stupid and regret it in like three years. That's so I'm just same. like, no. Exactly. No. Exactly. I'd be like, give me the same Woody Woodpecker that <laughs> Nicholas Cage has in Raising Arizona. And then I'd feel like an idiot. Oh, hey, Chase, you know what you need to do? Watch Raising Arizona. There you go. You'd get that reference if you'd watched it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not happening. The bullying's not working. It's That's on, one of the good things about being in your 30s on, now. It's, it's on HBO Max. So is yes. uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. I'll just rewatch that. <laughs> okay, fine. But I mean, what if, yeah, what but... if we told you it's actually funnier? Unlikely. Uh, like, I, I, but here's the thing: it's Chase. considerably <laughs> funnier. What frustrates me the most about this is uh-huh. that raising Arizona is Chase's humor to a T. It is. It is slapstick. Uh-huh. It is surrealistic, and it is Nicolas Cage giving a uh, truly bonkers and inspired performance and deadpan gold yeah like if yeah. You, like, you, you, you i know you enjoy the deadpan on king of queens i sure. oh, well, love that let, let, well, well well let's go to the harvard of deadpan right i'm trying to think of it you know, any king of queen no, no. has it, it's got m emmett walsh in it man you love which walsh. hello yes okay and he, does, he he gets two scenes where they're in a machinist shop, and he goes, "So there I was walking the nine mile." I just got the scene in my head, and I just instantly started laughing. I'm sorry, guys. No, not that mother scratcher, Bill Clark. Oh, Francis McDormand's in it. I'll see it. Yes. yes. Oh, by, That's oh, all I had to say. By the way, um, she's kind of like uh, LeBron and Co and, and and Kyrie in the 2016 finals. Like that's the that's the performance that she gives. That's her in every movie. You know, she's also in a she's also in an experiment. Where did Bob go? I'm right here. Oh, you went away. He kind of faded out. Yeah, you went in the tunnel. I was saying that Frances McDormand is in an experimental theater company with Willem Dafoe. Oh God. Oh, Sam McMurray's in this movie. Uh, Noted. Do you know where he was in King of Queens? He was the uh, manager in King of Queens. So yeah, at IPS, you should. You it's should, basically you should. a very special extended episode of King. Of <laughs> yes, that way. Um, just <laughs> involving diapers and yeah. yeah, like seriously, it's perhaps a like cause I, when I first saw it, I thought it was stupid, but then I watched it a second time it and is. I couldn't stop laughing. Wait, is she Brilliant? married to Joel Cohen? Interesting. See, yeah, hmm. yes, that's why this is your type all of, movie. of his movies. That's why she's in all of the Cohen brothers' movies. Well, that doesn't all seem fair. Them. Oh my gosh! I don't know if you know this, but there's some nepotism involved in Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed what with I think Johnny Depp's daughter starring in a new movie, even though he's been canceled, or uh, the fact that Philip Seymour Hoffman's movie, his first one, is a starring role in the movies that he that his. Um, his father made with Paul Thomas Anderson. I, I don't. You may have noticed that. Mm. Uh, a question, Chase. Question. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Paul Thomas Anderson, because I was listening to a podcast that a few friends of mine have. Have you ever seen the movie Boogie Nights? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. And yeah. and and raising Arizona is a bridge too far. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, the thing, the thing about Paul Thomas Anderson, like the first fifteen minutes of all his movies are some of the most brilliant things ever put to screen and, and then he just does and he just does and, and he never figures out he rarely figures out what to do after that 
Yes. Um, and and sometimes the movies just sort of just keep going, and and you have no idea why you're still watching. Boogie Nights holds together narratively. Magnolia holds together narratively. Clark's um, two holds I'm together narratively. Like, I'm not saying that like narrative coherence is necessarily a a priori a good thing, but. Like the master would have been his best movie, except it felt like he kind of got bored with it. Mm. Oh yeah, he absolutely got bored with it. Yeah, but like the first fifteen minutes of the master are will knock your socks off. Mm. It, it's it's a tough watch, but it but both uh, Joaquin Phoenix and uh, and 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman are mind blowingly good. Andrew. What is your pick of the week? Raising Arizona. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, yeah. my pick of the week might be um, just, I honestly don't know. Like, just rest and relaxation with your family. Um, so, I'm- yeah. Mm. Like, that's like, to me, that's the best thing you can do right now. Um yeah, just because I, f- I feel like we're all just trying to get ready for 2022 and we've basically been in a pandemic for almost um, it's going to be almost two years. So, yeah, just um, getting family time resting. That should be the pick of the week. Just rest your minds, rest your bodies and watch Raising Arizona. OK, I'm OK with that. I'm OK with that. Uh, Bob, what about you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm I'm just all in for the season finale of Secession. Is that this week? Yeah, Secession, oh not Secession. Well, well, to be to be fair, 2022 could see it could we could be we could be starting the season finale of Secession. Listen, of Secession. let me just tell you something about Horizon Broadening Chase. <laughs> I recommended to my mother, mm-hmm. who is FYI, 83 years old, and. She, I said, this is a good show. You will like it. So she power watched the first two and a half seasons in about three or four days mm-hmm. and is, and is, and got entirely caught up. And so now, you know, I send mom a text and I think, well, do you think Kendall is dead? And we discuss it. Things like that. Wait, hold on. So, okay. I'm not there. I'm, yeah, I'm only at the end of the first, the season one finale. The show. I, I got it. I gotta eject if we're gonna go into that because, like, I I've only got well, we'll season discuss one it off the pod. This is an yeah, off well, pod. Yeah, yeah, Bob, I'll talk to you about. Yeah, I have a theory. I love Succession, but it's just it's I have a lot quite of my... delightful. Yeah, it is. My, the thing about Succession is, I think the the reason the dialogue surrounding it is so exhausting mm-hmm. most of the time is because it's not prestige TV. It's a soap opera, and it's a very well done, well acted soap opera with the kind of budget that dwarfs the GDP of, 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 of many smaller countries. Um, but it's a, it's a, like, it's a really well done fun soap opera and that's why it works. And that's what the hooks are. So yeah. It's so entertaining get... as heck. Um, yeah, I think I'm already not... out though on, uh, I'm watching. Um, so mayor of Kingstown is a lot going on. I, I, it had a great banger of an opener, but it's eh. kind of losing me a little bit. But the show that I'm all in on, and I'm actually doing a pod about it tomorrow. No, that's a that's just too much Delco Valley for me. I don't know if I can. I, I feel it's like, pretty I heavy. Feel like Bob would, yeah, it's pretty heavy. Um, but Taylor Sheridan's really good, so I watch a lot of his stuff. But um, no, my pick of the week. We binged the first four episodes over the weekend. Yellow Jackets uh, on Showtime is huh? top what's the, what's notch. 
Oh I my think god! There's some ki- there's some kicking. I think it's some shooting. Kicking some and ladies, shooting. They do some kicking and shooting. A little bit. No, it's Lord of the okay. Flies. Like they. Oh. So it's a high school soccer team that gets uh, their plane goes oh, down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the Canadian. Are there lot. some like dark magics involved and stuff? No. Um, Not of yet. The hell? But it's I've been, crazy. I've been misinformed about this show. No, Yellow Jackets is top notch. Like I, I am so excited. But what's I'm also just I can't handle the new the binge situation for me because like what, when I find a new what's, show, what's Yellow Jackets about? So it's about this high school soccer team in like the early '90s who uh, go on this national trip and they crash in the Canadian wilderness. Um, and they can't be found and they're trying to survive just with a bunch of group of girls and they're a couple male coaches and stuff like that but um they also flash forward to present day because uh only a couple we know of made it off the island and they're hiding oh, what shoot. actually happened on the island because uh, they were there for a year and a half um, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll save this for, for for two weeks from now for the special holiday edition of the chase thomas podcast but i'm also very excited for the the return of cobra kai that's fun. That's all. I never got into that. Dude, okay. I saw that trailer. Oh, my God. It did require me to go, oh, yeah, I, I did watch Karate Kid 3 in a movie theater. It mm. was. Oh, God, you, you were old. Shut up. <laughs> We've discussed this. Shut up. I just wanted to say that. I feel I feel like I have a I have a Bob you're old like every week. Yeah, I think you do. And and I just need to cross it off. It's 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 the episode trope. Oh yeah, just love you too, buddy. Yeah, no, 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 no. Fill up. Check off those narrative boxes. It's fine. Okay. Doors want. Bob, what can we check out from you in the Daily Beast this week? Oh, I I stayed up very, I got to, I had to stay up very late for some person of my advanced years. Watch, uh, writing a story last night. Um, I got another one on, uh, on Andy No, for whom. Enjoyed that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, who is a, uh, I think, uh, we described him as a right-wing provocateur, which is, I think, the nicest language that we could come up with to describe him, um, who basically, He's the boy who cried Antifa. Everything is Antifa with Andy. And I actually had a run-in with him. Um, really? In 2019. That's I'll have to tell you about that. Odd combo, yeah. Yes. But in any case, he, he's he's an editor right now at a at a somewhat awful right-wing content, uh, content mill based in Canada. But the reason he's famous is because all he does all day on Twitter is post videos of – uh, people committing crimes. He has a particular sort of boat like Jones for people of color committing crimes or trans people committing crimes. Uh, and every time there is armed conflict uh, or unarmed conflict, you know, civil unrest between left and right wing factions, what he does is figure out a way to blame to say, look, it's the great, horrible, menacing left, which is coming to kill you. Everyone should be terrified. That's how he makes his money. That's his that's his job. Um, so he's getting sued, though, because because he doesn't actually go out in the streets and report this any stuff anymore. All he does is sort of grab videos that pop up on Twitter and then, you know, using Twitter's video share function, slots them into his own whole timeline. Sometimes he can't just retweet them because so many, a lot of people have blocked him and said, stop stealing my stuff. So he's being sued uh, for copyright theft. And it's an interesting case. I, 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 I'm not 
as to whether they'll prevail, I have no idea. But it's an interesting question, aside from my usual garbage beat about what constitutes like intellectual property when you are sharing it on social media. And they are kind of testing what those boundaries are. Um, in any case, he is being sued. I spoke to the, the, the plaintiffs. I spoke to their lawyer. Their lawyer, by the way, funnily enough. So I spoke to him last night. One of their lawyers um, uh, played uh, Shelley Finkelstein, one of the early people who gets killed by Jason in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. It was it was very it was a wonderful delightful little wait what moment, yeah, for all you Friday the Thirteenth Part Three fans out there, Sheldon Finkelstein now a copyright lawyer in Los Angeles. Hmm. Andrew, what can we check out from the good folks at the Detroit Free Press? Uh, but we've got a lot going on right <laughs> now. Uh, Michigan in the playoff. Michigan State in a uh, really good bowl game. The Detroit Lions finally won a game. They the did. That was fun. God. No, it I wasn't. Enjoyed. No, it wasn't. I, why? He's a Viking I, fan, Bob. Oh. I had to watch that. And I, and, you, and you know it's coming, and you just absolutely hate it, and you're like, oh, please kill me now. Um, yeah, not fun. Um, but yeah, but no, it was, it, there's a lot going on right now. Um, I'm very thankful for the job because a year ago at this time I was doing state, uh, news reporting stuff in the Pacific Northwest and being threatened, uh, via email by right-wing idiots. So yeah, no, I'll, I'll gladly take busy sports stuff around this time of year. Mm, there you go. Sports. Who doesn't love sports? Who doesn't love sports? Or, uh... The, the Brady Bunch movies. Those were great, too. Um, King of Queens, let's remember some stuff. Bob Silverman, Andrew Hammond, yeah. always a pleasure. Thank you so much, guys. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs>